Welcome to The Weekly. I'm Jeremy. I'm Chris. And this week on The Weekly, fifth season, TTRPG. Okay. On Backer Kit. Uh, 1,500 publishers support Orc. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is promising, but yep, that's pretty sure. much everybody. Okay. <laughs> everybody, sure. Uh, Watsi versus Virtual Tabletops. Mm-hmm. And four new books from Joseph McCullough Ooh. and Osprey. Ooh, nice. So we'll end on a happy note. Okay, thank God. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll quit all this bitching. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Make no promises. <laughs> Only my Twitter is bitch-free. Mm. <laughs> nice. I think this was actually teased a long time ago. I think this has been a long time coming because um, there was a promotion, I think, 2019 or 2020, unless I'm going crazy. And maybe the pandemic kind of slowed things mm, down okay. and, and the, the uh, production and everything. But just showing up on Backer Kit now uh, from Green Ronin is the fifth season role playing game. So have you read the N.K. Jemison? Uh, what not. is it? The Broken Earth trilogy. I have. To, I should lend you. So okay. it's. I mean, she does a really good job, and she, I've listened to her speak a couple of times about this about um, fantasy without any uh, feeling or touch of colonization. Ooh, like there's no. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's no touch of European conquered people in mm-hmm. this it's basically it's more people versus nature and okay. people corrupt like corrupting magic breaking the world and it's it's uh, a really great world building i think okay. yeah she does a really good job i'd be interested in seeing that then or yeah, reading yeah. That then, yeah so i'll bring that by so showing up on uh, backer kit yeah finally role playing in the stillness so based on nk nk jemison's uh broken earth trilogy which each that, that was kind of crazy for a while like three years in a row mm. she won the hugo award every book that came out the oh. whole, so the whole trilogy is hugo award winning so um it's green ronin so it's their adventure system. System. yeah their age so like 3d6 system with okay. one of the dice is a different color right. for different effects and immediately i mean they say they say they're still in the process of doing the art but visually when i was uh reading these books like the um the imagery it it should be stark but very beautiful there's right. like fantastic okay. things the art wasn't quite doing it it just looks like you know kind of afro dune <laughs> the 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 you know the uh, hmm. uh the look of the it's just kind of broken deserty and everyone's kind of in still suits and you know it just it okay. doesn't yeah interesting it doesn't it doesn't insp- it inspire me like like um the books did but it's not that you know i mean mm, these okay. were just like the, the beginning of things and the cover the, the kind of mock-up cover of the book was like obviously it looked like computer like 3d model okay. painted yeah. over right. kind of okay. something like, oh come on guys come on mm. so it's a great it's a great setting and uh, there's some great opportunities if you're a fan of this, uh, she's actually going to sign book plates, 500 uh, limited book plates signed by the author. So she must have some sort of involvement. At least mm. she's receiving a package of book plates. And um, so what's included in this is going to be uh, a book of the lore of the stillness. Mm-hmm. So that's the use cast, the season laws. So Origini, Originis is the uh, uh, kind of geomancy okay. of the, uh, so people are kind of cursed with this. They find mm-hmm. out they have this connection or not, and it, it can be something that uh, comes out in anger or comes out uh, from, from trauma. So okay. it has a very interesting connection to, you know, people's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, horrible things that have happened in people's lives. And also, of course, if you're discovered, you're hunted and you have right. to be, okay. yeah, you have okay. to be brought to the, to be trained or killed. So it's, uh, yeah. And uh, so the uh, Dead Civ technology, the Seventh University, the Fulcrum, Stone Lore, and the vital wisdom of previous generations. And that's, that's another thing, too, is it's very kind of spans generations, like like lost things, dead civilizations mm. and things are, are okay. important to what's going on. 
uh, the comm creation. So comms are kind of the uh, the the community. Yeah, communities. The the uh, little uh, civilizations or little outposts that are built, and they they range in all different things. And your characters have a use cast. So this was kind of an interesting thing too that they explain a lot in the first book. They kind of go over how these people interact. So innovators, strong backs, resistant, and specializations like GMS, cultivator, and hunter. So just roles in a in a village basically. Okay. Um, and uh, and then you have drives uh, for your characters, and then uh, social in- exploration and action stunts, and this is where the AGE system right. kicks in. And then, of course, a book of moderator tools uh, to give the game moderator everything they need. And then, of course, it also includes a uh, ready-to-play adventure. Interesting. So mm-hmm. this does sound interesting. As someone who has read the books, mm-hmm. what would you expect the characters in a game of the fifth season to do? So uh, there's definitely, like, because of the uh, the nature of the magic and the seasons, how the mm-hmm. seasons work, I, di- I didn't go over, oh, that's, I think that comes later in the description, okay. but each season has with it its own kind of, uh, uh, kind of natural disaster and turmoil, okay. and there's forces that are working to, to literally break the world, to lit- literally destroy the world. So there's these things that you uncover and, like, deeper, strong, so it can be very kind of D&D in a way that there's a big bad magician that you're going okay. to, to stop their plans or um, so so you'll have a um, you know things that can happen on the village level then things that can happen more on the you know kingdom level mm-hmm. so it will I think operate in a lot of ways like um, you know s- similar to uh, D&D stories like like a more epic kind of okay. strong D&D stories but you're not you know you're not an, a hero character you, you may have awoken to you know to this ability, or you may just be a simple farmer or somebody that's right. that's caught in this. And the book has a kind of that that whole range. Okay. And there's also nice things about, you know, it, it's not it's not grim dark or anything, but there is, you know, people are are not their intentions are bad, right. and in the way that they're rounding up children that show this ability is pretty ugly. So, um, uh, yeah. So, but I think that, that there is a lot of uh, it you know, questing and investigation and discovery and also, you know, kind of discovery of your abilities. Like, right. you know, the, there should be uh, interesting character development as far okay. as your powers and stuff. So we'll see. Yeah. What that's about. So they're releasing for this, uh, backer kit, uh, crowdfunding. They're doing a standard edition, a special edition just for this campaign, a PDF and a roll 20 edition. And those are all separate pledges, but of right. course you can add e- any, of, yeah. any of the other ones in there. So it doesn't sound too bad. The uh, standard edition starts at 60, special edition is 80, and then PDF 30, and then the roll 20 is 59. Uh, or, yeah, 59, mm, I um, think. <laughs> There's also a 30. I mean, I'm okay. not sure. Again, there may be two levels. Of... Like we kind of discussed last week, like $60 for, mm-hmm. I'm assuming like a hardback kind of, you know, yes. letter or A4 size book is kind of standard right yeah and it's going to be you know full color it looks it, you know looks like they're going to put some good effort into it so this system this aga uh, age system originally designed for the dragon age rpg mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. based on a video game it's also been used in blue rose cthulhu awakens the expanse and then fantasy age and modern age right. and uh, yeah i haven't played it so i'm curious and so if you have experience with that system i i don't know what if it's a good fit you know i'm not quite sure yeah the only experience i had it it was trying to watch that geek and sundry thing where the i guess one of the creators i think it was chris premise ran the group through a game Mm -hmm. and Uh if there is ever (laughs) something to watch to show you how when you sit down to a game everyone has to be on the same page about the tone and mood Mm -hmm. of the game Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's 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 the example right interesting like yeah the 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 dm set 
kind of like the scene we introduced the characters and one of them was named fucking like Elvis and this kind of thing and you're just right, like right there within five minutes you're like this is going to be a fucking train wreck right, you, right. you should have discussed what type of game it was going to be mm-hmm. right and the, the DM tried valiantly to run their kind of normal story mm. and no. the people just kind of weren't having it so oh. I don't remember much more about the system but that sticks out in my mind like mm-hmm. session zero get everybody on the same page right <laughs> oh elvis and person there yeah no that's not the game right? right pick something else yeah right oh yeah so um the uh there's a nice list of the seasons so um of course uh, fifth season also known as the uh, season of death uh includes seasons of death sorry includes a catalog description of previous seasons such as boiling season the season of teeth acid season season of yellow seas and breathless season so no two seasons ever no are alike they never right. recur oh, man, seasons of teeth sounds particularly <laughs> nasty yes but yeah I, i'm uh, interested in i i think i want the lore right, <laughs> about the okay. lore from these books more than anything i'm not sure about the system and it may it may work and if they've applied it to you know other kind mm. of fantasy settings and stuff and uh, yeah they've done fantasy and the expanse so maybe it's an incredibly maybe. versatile system maybe. but uh, yeah so that's going through uh february i think february 23rd okay. is the end of that and these are shipping by september of this year so i guess they have been making some progress so maybe that art is close to the final art it's just not i i, not, I want, want more i want more right. but the um the team that's working on this is a very queer diverse group so i think they're gonna um appropriately you know uh explain this setting right. and it's not going to get skewed towards oh this is kind of like conan only everyone's black <laughs> it's it's not going to have that weird like what yeah you're not going to get this weird uh, lost in translation kind of thing so um yeah so i was, I was happy to see that let's go look at that then yes so that's fifth season on backer kit and if you follow it they send you a hell of a lot of updates <laughs> you can't not get them <laughs> right all right the Orc Alliance grows. This is the year of the Orc. The yeah, okay. Orc. <laughs> it's currently Goblin Week, so sure, I'll roll with it. Whatever. Sure, right. right. It's so more than fifteen hundred tabletop publisher, publishers from household names uh, to uh, people going back to the dawn of the hobby uh, are uh, pledging their uh, swords. Uh, yeah, their swords. Yeah, that's right. Their, their ally- allegiance to their their fealty to this uh, this new. Legal safe harbor. So that's kind of how they're they're terming it. Right. Uh, Paizo saying it's a system neutral, open license that provides legal safe harbor, and sharing rules mechanics and encourages innovation and collaboration mm-hmm. in tabletop. So um, this is all from uh, Paizo's uh, statement on their blog. The alliance is gathered. Work has begun. I, think. I, I don't know. I'm like okay, kind of similar to my rant about Marvel Snap. Like I don't know. Like Stop. the okay, this must appeal to somebody. Right, right, right. Right. People must get all riled up for this. It it. It doesn't, right? This kind of like, mm-hmm. yes, you have my sword. And I'm like, buddy, it's a fucking open gaming license, right? Let's just, yeah. And anyway, you have sorry. my mechanical pencil. My <laughs> mouse. <laughs> right? Yeah, right? Okay. Uh, it, it just doesn't impress me. Sorry. Yeah. But it's quite a list. Um, uh, I, w- I mean, some of these are a little bit surprising, too, mm. because I thought, and maybe they do. Maybe they're they're double dealing. Maybe they're they're oh, gonna really? you know they're gonna do both play both sides of the uh, fence here a little Yojimbo style. <laughs> but uh, some of the standouts, uh, of course, Chaosium, uh, Demiplane, mm-hmm. and Demiplane, of course, is where the founder of D and D went to uh, Adam Bradford. And oh, you D and D Beyond? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sorry, D and D Beyond. Yes, I, I didn't say all that. D and D Beyond. Um, so once they took that over, uh, he left and went to Demiplane and released a statement that says, uh, it's frustrating to see the walls being built around the garden of 
Dungeons and Dragons because you know he'd spent so much time developing uh, the digital tools of D and D Beyond, and I was just like, yoink! Well, it's <laughs> Thank it's you. kind of like the foundation's been there for a while. Yeah. What did you think they were going to build on top of that? <laughs> right. So, and publishing, Evil Genius Games, uh, Fantasy Grounds, mm-hmm. Fat Dragon. We know Fat Dragon is going to be doing that because F1C is all they're about. Foundry, VTT, Free RPG Day, Frog God mm-hmm. Games, Gale Force 9, Goodman Games, Green Ronin, Cobalt Press. Um, I'm doing this alphabetically yeah, at first. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mongoose, Monty Cook, um, Pinnacle, Roll20, which I was surprised because didn't they already announce they have this deal with Watsi and you're dropping your PDFs in and okay. So Troll Lord Games and Ulysses Spiel. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's a, a lot of almost everything. I mean, that's yep. the only thing I can think of that's not in there is, you know, Free League. <laughs> because they're doing they're their doing, own. Yeah, they're yeah, doing yeah. their own thing. So it's like, wow, that's, and pretty much, yeah, very American based. I guess it's except for Alicia Spiel. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so very American based. So basically right. the, the whole gamut of American, uh, American tabletop role play. So uh, the statement ends with, you will be hearing a lot from us in days to come. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not here to tone police that, but like that, okay. So yeah, that that was um, encouraging to see though that people are like they're they're you know expressing okay yeah we're we're not we're not going for this uh, OGL doesn't matter what they do we're looking for other options and we'll see how this what this proves to be and this is you know kind of another opportunity for Paizo you know apart from their creation um, uh, with uh, 3.5 this would be another opportunity for them to grow or benefit in right. some way or at least you know help their their status in the uh, I'm still c- somewhat hobby. skeptical I'm less skeptical that it's uh, a trust right that mm. none of these companies own oh, the right, thing right, right? Yes, so i'm yes, i'm yes. less skeptical of that i wonder what a completely universal ogl kind of license thing would look like because mm-hmm. with all these diverse games mm-hmm. unless it's going to be a, a stack of paperwork with a section for each specific kind of game saying what mm. you can and cannot use right. then or, or it's going to be kind of like this this sort of trimmed down generic thing that just says basically because I, I think if they're doing what the OGL is, then the ORC is basically just going to say, yes, you can use things right. that are not explicitly our IP, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we agree to not sue you into oblivion. Right. That's basically yeah, so just, what yeah, it is. So just, yeah, cooperation, collaboration. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a creative commons, but more as an understood, um, yeah, just like an understood system that everyone right. will be Because there's into. not a... There's not a universal system, right, right? Right. Like with the the D and D one, it was like, okay, you can use it except for blah 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 blah, blah, blah right? Mm-hmm. But anyway. Also, speaking of that, yes, the uh, Creative Commons. Mm-hmm. Oh no, what? Oh. <laughs> the D and D five E SRD that got released. Uh-huh. It's nothing. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's fucking nothing. Right? It's dwarf or no no. Oh, the, no. You don't even get the races. Like you don't even get the species. <laughs> you don't even get the species. Right. I forget it's exactly just, what you did. You get, the... But like last week, people were were a couple of people had gone through it and wow. said, here's exactly what you get. Because I actually looked at it and like uh, you get an, like an example of one feet, the idea of backgrounds, a couple of this. Wow. So it's like, that's why like I kind of snarkily said, everyone who's appeased by this Creative Commons things actually look at what you are yeah, giving. Yeah, it's right, right, right. nothing. Wow. Right? Anyway. That's it's, it's Watsy Gang. Hey, look over there. Creative Commons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I, I recognize that C with the, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, continued ragging on mm-hmm. Watsi. Yeah. Um, so publishers are responding as Watsi takes aim at virtual tabletops. Okay. So they have specific wording, uh, you know, pointing at what you can and can't do under the OGL 1.2 right. with uh, VTTs. I think I saw something about this. You cannot 
do video game style visualizations, right? Mm -hmm. But of course, one D and D is going to be a freaking video game. Of course, (laughs) of course, right? Like we own the visual ideas of what casting a magic missile looks like. Your sparkly fingers—that's ours. Yep. Don't do it. Don't even know how they're going to enforce that. Yeah, I know. Well, the 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 wording. I think it it doesn't. It doesn't sound like legally enforceable. It sounds kind of silly, but I think they're just trying to scare people. Yeah, scare people, and also carve out the. Um, they want to make their license valuable for video game studios right, right. to like you know. Okay, yeah, no, you know, people aren't going to already be doing this. When you make your little animation for Fireball, that's the first time they're going to see it in this you know setting or whatever. Or if mm-hmm. someone sees this animation, the 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 stylistic animation for a magic missile or devil, they'll know they're playing a D and D game. Oh, it's it's, it's oh, this thing, right? Right. right. Yeah, that's probably part of it, too, is this control of the brand. Yeah, yeah, that's depressing. (laughs) But anyway, um, so what is their policy? So uh, as gamers are big fans of VTTs, we are announcing a new policy as part of the rollout of OGL 1.2. So they're going to support it in the tabletop space. Mm -hmm. And uh, the big question is, what is the line between a VTT and a video game? Good question. So when it okay. just be, when does a VTT just become a replacement uh, for the traditional more than more than just a replacement for the traditional table, tabletop? So the distinguishing video game from vig, digital, I'm sorry, virtual tabletop. So using a VTT to replicate the experience of sitting around a table playing D and D with your friends. That th- that is their definition that, of a VTT. That's all VNT, VTTs yeah. can do. So it's basically just a, yeah, a digital. It's Google Meets or it's, right. <laughs> it's or you know what? It could be like a static image that you then use a mouse to like drag around. Could because I could push a paper. Like, right? like, here's my little scrawl of a magic missile arrow. And pew, 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 but right? what if someone sits there with index cards and they draw every every spell effect before they cast See, they, it? And they, they could do that as right? long as it's like a static yep. image, and or like, around. or you drew a bunch of them, and like you like <laughs> a flip book, right? right? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, so they are. Um, uh, Talking about so uh, they point out that that the calculation and dice rolling uh, can all be an, uh, automated in a VTT, and uh, such as also uh, things such as st- uh, static SRD content. Um, right. So what isn't permitted are features that don't replicate your dining room table storytelling. If you replace your imagination with an animation of a magic missile streaking across the board to strike your target, that's not the tabletop experience. But it will be one D and D. It will be. Yeah, it will. Yeah. So yeah, they're just trying to you know kneecap everybody that yeah. uh, is but, getting ready to. Like you said, in addition to trying to kneecap everybody in, mm-hmm. in terms of the, like the other virtual tabletops who had kind of the bells and whistles of of animations, they're also trying to carve out that IP space for video games mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. officially kind of use their thing and use the official Magic Missile right. animations and whatever. So. Yeah, so they can you probably raise the price of the license. Mm. Yeah, for for using their properties, but you know this is. Virtual tabletops have existed, and before, uh, so 2012 was the Roll20 Kickstarter. So this okay. has been around for a while. There's been animations. There's been, you know, light model, light yep, uh, modeling, yep. and things on maps. I mean, there's see, you can replicate on the table, right? Just a couple tea lights <laughs> and turn off the lights out there, right? right? Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that they're they're laying claim to. That's uh, and there's even 2013 was the first 3D virtual tabletop mm-hmm. uh, program. So. Hey. Dwarven Forge, my man. Oh yeah, right. right. Yeah, just put that on the table. So the the best response to this so far, um, and, and a company that seems like they're directly targeting is uh, Foundry. Okay. So Foundry is uh, reacting to um, to what they saw, and uh, I guess they're releasing it through their their play test model. Like sure. they're they're okay. lo- looking for feedback, although I'm sure they they don't really pay much attention. 
it's just a, just delete, delete, delete as soon as everything comes in. But um, yeah, so they're, they're saying that the uh, 1.1 was a far more restrictive license and this OGL uh, 2.0 maintains many objectionable restrictions. So uh, they call out um, that uh, even though they invited the uh, um, community to comment on this, mm-hmm. uh, there's no getting around the, how the policy is, is severely flawed, mm-hmm. is what they quoted as saying it. So just as print publishers have rigidly insisted the OGL must be revocable, the rights granted to software projects must also have a secure and trustworthy foundation to justify investment required to create digital tools. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Foundry has even stated on their website all of the content for 5e that is in, or that, all the content for D&D that is in our uh, virtual tabletop is using 1.0. We're, you know, Watsi doesn't get a piece of this. We're, right. we're they're, they're being very defiant in how they're going to use, or how they're going to let you use D&D uh, within Foundry. Um, and talked about the arbitrary distinction between uh, VTT and video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are the action of both player and non-player characters controlled by a human? Does the game experience provide a framework for collaborative storytelling? Can the game master invent new rules on the fly? Surely virtual tabletops and video games are alike and may both have animations present in a way that they communicate information visually to the users. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see, I mean, I guess this is, it's in Watsi's hands, whether they're going to back off of this or they're going right. to continue to kind of squeeze. Well, I, okay, like I, I don't... I don't know how this is going to shake out. My feeling is all pardon me, all of this is going to get resolved by money. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't maybe not negative, but it's like, okay, we all know Watsi has and Hasbro has enough money to go after people, but I think and, and also to pay them off to shut up so they could go after their most vocal critics and just say how many million right. you know, to support your company do we need to pay for you to just stop, stop talking yeah. about this? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if they really see this as much of a threat. I mean, all of this you know, stuff happening on the internet and mm. people you know, ally, allying to new open game licenses. I, I don't new. think Watsi can, I Yeah, don't I don't, I don't think so. I think they're just going to they're gonna just weather this and then just be like, okay, and now you're gonna ready to play D&D, right? Everybody yeah, look yeah, at this shiny yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 Well, then we got some new giant dice for you, right? Are you, are you done with your little tantrum? Okay, well, let's yeah, get yeah, back yeah. to the D&D. By the way, have you seen the Funko Pops based on the new <laughs> oh, D&D movie, that's right? right? With yeah. Edgen? Yeah. <laughs> I got to get it. You're getting an Edgen Funko Pop, no, I no, believe. No, no, no. I, like, I will li- if, you, if you gift me that thing, I will literally douse it in gasoline instead of the light and film it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, good content. Thing, right? It's good content, content, yes. Right? No, because I think I am, I'm skeptical, mm-hmm. right? Because... Funko, like Funko Pop, they just released, and I don't fucking remember the name. It's like Vember Dragon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're like giant Funko Pop based on the dragon from the movie. <laughs> and like, okay, Twitter is is not a measure of everything, but every response mm-hmm. to that was need it, want it, love it. And it was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is wrong with you people, right? <laughs> right? So that all kind of leads into my belief that mm-hmm. like, yes, designers and third party publishers are kind of throwing this little tantrum. Watsi doesn't care, yeah, right? Yeah. They're still rolling out their merchandise, kind of your average people, not average because I don't really like that term either, but, right? But like people who are not developing content or just kind of like playing, are they're still eating it up, right? Back in the day or a couple weeks ago, talking to players, people would be talking to players like, what do you think of OGL? The what? <laughs> right? And Watsi doesn't care they're going to try and weather this so <laughs> right don't you let them you raise those swords and you yes, join that orc coalition right, right? we got to find out how we can hit cow where he lives like what hurts him <laughs> is it is the pizza pockets funko is pop it, collection. Oh, is, yeah the funko pops that's right <laughs> we got to shut that down so uh um 
Foundry went on to... Oh, sorry. Sorry, they ended their statement with, uh, more broadly, uh, uh, they're proposing a contract that they want creators, publishers, and virtual tabletop operators to accept. You urge us to consult with parties who would agree to those terms. Otherwise, this process uh, more closely resembles an appeal to community for permission than a desire to iterate together. Mm. So if the future is digital, will it also be open? Ooh, nice. Yeah. So I think uh, yeah, Foundry did a nice... You don't got to couch it in, like, (laughs) fake (laughs) medieval language, right? Just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> say what you need to say. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But uh, yeah. So I, I'm happy to see that. I'm, I'm glad I, I have that foundry license. I feel nice, I yeah. feel good about uh, a one time purchase. So yeah, if anybody has mm. even been slightly curious about foundry one time purchase license. Yeah, it's um, definitely something worth checking out. They're not trying to screw you with subscriptions that, you know, it's uh, and we'll see. They might be the only place you can actually right. play. Um old content without uh, paying Watson. Have we mentioned yet this episode that we would not <laughs> yes. turn down a sponsorship? <laughs> yes, right. An affiliate link would be appreciated. All right. And the last thing, so we're ending on a happy note. Yay, so all the, put all this ugliness behind us. So Osprey has announced four, Ooh. four new uh, Joseph A. McCullough war game titles nice. for 2023. So yeah, this this made me happy, and it's nice to see that all of this stuff is still getting supported. supported yeah. yeah, yeah. So two titles for Stargrave, Ooh. a new source book for Silver Bayonet, and a new Frostgrave supplement. Oh yeah. So Stargrave, we're getting Side Hustle, which is a uh, a deck of forty cards that will uh, randomly determine side missions and objectives that you can add to create more complexity in the game. So each card has specific objectives and steps for players to undertake to complete it, as well as the reward that they'll receive. So So we we don't have them, but I think they have something similar called like ulterior motives for Frostgrave. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. So probably, yeah, the uh, more sci-fi themed version Mm -hmm. of that with some, yeah, a side hustle. And so uh, for Stargrave, uh, we also have uh, Bold Endeavor, which is uh, going to set the game in uh, Erebus Nebula. Hmm. And it's a law of space where the laws of physics behave Ooh. differently. Yeah, so that might make some fun uh, fun uh, parts of the uh, campaign. Uh, so new rules for ships, upgrades for emergency extractions, and events. Oh, cool. So should be fun. And so that's in October. Uh, so, sorry, this is kind of out of order. Yeah. Uh, May, we're going to get a silver bayonet, uh, the Carpathians, Ooh. Castle Fear. So the Gothic Horror uh, tabletop uh, silver bayonet. Uh, so this is, of course, going to be set in the Carpathian Mountains. Two new campaigns. Uh, we can play competitive uh, or, or for uh, solo or cooperative. Oh, cooperative. Nice. So there's a lot a lot of ways uh, to play it. And they both center around the shunned ruins of Castle Fear. Mm. So the uh, last is uh, Frostgrave, the Wildwoods. So set for release in June. Um, so the dark and twisted forests of Wildwoods. Uh, so survival in the wilderness, new soldiers, magic items, and creatures to populate the forest. I wonder if there would also be... Um new campaigns because it seems like hmm. most if not all of the Frostgrave supplement oh, yes, books yes. Ha- even have like three or four on the smaller end mm-hmm. linked scenarios to mm-hmm. form a little mm-hmm. campaign so i wonder if this one also has i think so yeah it doesn't stay in this description it doesn't say it but i would imagine mm. um yeah so this moves the action outside of the ruins of the frozen city um yeah i would imagine it has so it's a yeah they're calling it a setting book but i imagine it would have to well, have some campaign okay like into the breeding pits mm-hmm you went like down underground into the tunnel, right? Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, for for games in the breeding pits, you don't really have to set up your table any differently, but any impassable terrain is solid rock. And so that affects like how some spells work right, or whether right. you can walk through it. And that did give the game a new flavor, right? Like if you mm-hmm. teleported into a spell, right, you're dead, right? Because <laughs> right, right, right. it's solid rock. So I wonder if they're going to do something. I wonder if Joseph McCullough will do mm. something similar for 
uh, into the wild woods where like, okay, you can set up your tables as normal. We're assuming it's set in this dank, right. tangly forest right. and maybe things will work or terrain will work a little bit differently to mm-hmm. make it feel more like a dank and twisted forest. Right. Yeah. Cause having yeah, survival mechanics mm. for, yeah, for a wilderness and yeah, maybe being lost or yeah, being strangled by vines. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. And uh, one more thing that Osprey is uh, releasing that sounded a l- little interesting. So this isn't a McCullough release, mm. but um, they just launched their hard city, which mm. is a noir, like a pulp action mm. noir miniatures game. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious how, how that works. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, it's, I think I saw this. Mm-hmm. I wonder how you translate pulp to a miniatures game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's apart a, from like the visual style of right, the miniatures just, and the book and just lighting everything very one, one, <laughs> one source. <laughs> the book comes with like, well, it's not red. It's not, it's not red and blue. If we're more, it's just like, just turn off all the lights, light one <laughs> yes. side of the board with a light. There you go. Just these long shadows of Actually, all your miniatures. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It would look good. Yeah. It makes a good, some good content. We're coming up with all kinds of content. Yeah, we are. Have we mentioned we're like not trademarking that, but it's ours, right? If you're playing hard city with one light, that's ours. <laughs> yeah. Imagine playing that with like one light and you just like forget about half your miniatures because they're all oh, in the shadow. Yeah, right. Like right. the game engine. Like, oh. <laughs> right. He wasn't yeah. dead. He was just in darkness. Yeah. All right, so that's going to do it for this week. Yeah, so all of those look uh, like fun additions to mm, the yeah. existing games, and it's good. I, I was even I was happy to see uh, Silver Bayonet is wasn't yeah. just like a one off. It's still getting some support, but some love. Good, well, also like okay, not maybe maybe not directly Osprey games, but it seems like okay. I frequent the North Star Miniatures shop page mm-hmm. fairly often. It seems like there are constant oh, or yeah, not yeah. not constant as in like too many, but constant as in regular new Releases, yeah. models mm-hmm. being added to the silver bayonet line. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's nice because they know when the game is released they don't have enough official models to cover mm. everything. So but they keep yeah, they keep uh at it. So that's yeah, that's really good to see. It's kind of like the same with Oathmark. Like I'm waiting to like they just released oh, uh, yeah. that new the new goblin box and I think the Royal Mail is is screwed up which is why we haven't yeah, gotten the, I got the no- most recent order. I got notifications yeah. from from yeah. that too, yeah. But no, I think there are I think uh, they're still releasing models for for Oathmark as well. Mm. Very good. Well, good. Yeah, good news. Good good news for 2023. Yay. So where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter, as always, where I'm ranting about Marvel Snap, posting more <laughs> pixel art stuff, and uh, the occasional parenting tweet, right? Uh, and I just posted something about... Oh. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to see the... Advanced Dungeon Goons. Oh, nice. There you go. Okay, this is kind of like a... Fairly quick playing little analog fantasy adventure game, but how how could you not pick up that little package? Oh yeah, this is like twelve bucks. That's right? a great. Sorry, it's put out. It's put out by Gelatinous Cubism, right? <laughs> you got like it was twelve bucks. It's the rules, a little adventure, and two very That's chunky little great. dice. Yeah, I yeah. love how this is packaged. So. Mm. I might think about doing something like this. Oh yeah, that's, that's a. That's I'm a almost really reluctant good. to open it. Yeah, right? I know. I don't want to. I don't yeah, want to break that. Just little carefully, hang card. carefully yeah. bend the staples. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Very cool. So, how about you? Uh, so I'm. Oh well, I took a big, <laughs> I took a big L this week, Uh-oh. but I'm trying to do a live stream drawing my cartoon. Yeah, my uh, video card keeps just going. Nope. <laughs> so I, I, I'm playing around with the power supply trying to see, but I think I just might have a bad video card. Mm. And in this world of crypto mining, video cards are the worst thing to possibly buy because you either have to buy something seriously underpowered right. or the latest thing, you know, pre-order the or latest. Or maybe an old one that someone just took a hose to to wash down, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, or something. Yeah, something that's been running at like you know 150 percent right. capacity for the last you know three years, and you're gonna and making all of five cents. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. And then it's just gonna die in your machine. And that's what I suspect happened. Is right. I probably got a 
a bogus card. But anyhow, Abuse Cartoons on uh, YouTube and Twitch, and I draw my uh, single panel gag cartoon, which you can read on gocomics.com slash domestic abuse. And hopefully next week I'll do a nice long stream and apologize for eat lots of snacks having it yeah right and oh yeah and i also yeah eat snacks from the japanese convenience store which is always entertaining especially <laughs> if it's fish based <laughs> some of those are okay yeah oh yeah yeah and if you'd like to support what we're doing on the weekly please visit uh, patreon.com slash upturn table and become a weakling the strongest of all supporters yeah and yes let us know what you want to see uh less watsy more watsy no ogl talk okay i'm not Sign doing more watsy right <laughs> no. it always it's already dominating right if you want more yes. watsy go somewhere we're else. At maximum watsy Please right don't now. actually go somewhere else right? <laughs> we're at maximum watsy or or the watsy think cranks to 11 yeah right yes yeah <laughs> see it's one more that there's your there's your new bumper a, a turntable that goes 11 <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was just I was just looking for Spinal Tap on streaming. Doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, so I'm not sure where the rights are to Spinal Tap. The but... only ethical way to uh archive stuff now is to be mm-hmm. a pirate. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So yeah, that that was that was depressing. So that mean that must mean Japan doesn't know about Spinal Tap. That would be very upsetting. Yeah. Um, the, the... The rate at which my coworkers talk about it. Oh, <laughs> anyhow. Yep. Cool. All right. Anyway. And uh, yeah, so uh, upturntable.com is the website where we do everything. And tomorrow we're going to yep. be doing another long live stream where we may or may not eat pizza, but we will definitely be doing our Oathmark, uh, Oathmark minis. Yeah. My stuff is stayed in the box oh, <laughs> from, nice. from last week. Right? Yeah, we'll get some stuff based. And uh, yeah, I think I'm Assembled, just going to yeah, yeah, yeah get, get some assembles going. And I've been working on it. I've drawn drawn a couple of designs, but using all of my extra bow oh. ends, I think I am going to do some kind of like boar tusk like nice. uh, configuration on these helmets just to spice things up a little bit and, and show how how fallen and cursed That's these poor cool. dwarves yeah, are. That's pretty cool, yeah, because like kind of like Stargrave, mm-hmm. Oathmark kits are intentionally i would argue intentionally generic mm-hmm. to fit a whole bunch of stuff which is great because that means they work for a lot of different things it also kind of means we both feel they need like something yeah, to, to, make it... to make them a bit more interesting yeah right right, right. yeah give them some, some like more they're not bad kits they just kind of like else right? <laughs> right, right, kind right. of need something yeah. yeah so which is why when hopefully it arrives i'm going to be using that box of uh female barbarians with elf heads mm-hmm. uh for my elf line breakers right nice. just kind of something with big and chunky with two-handed weapons and yeah and anyway. excellent but that'll be tomorrow around like same time like three Japan yeah. time. Yeah. yeah so yeah so pretty cool yeah so just a little bit later than we're ending now or uh then we'll, we'll be doing the live stream so yeah. So get some coffee ready if you're in yep. North America. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, so it should be a nice long stream again. And and feel free to like uh, you know bring stuff up in the chat for us to discuss. And, we will uh, attempt to watch it. Yeah, we'll attempt. Right. We'll attempt to see it out of the, the corner of our over eyes. There that I watch, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, we'll get that screen moved around. Maybe I don't know. I've had such bad luck with computers lately. I don't want to touch anything. Yeah. All right. So that's it for this week. We'll be back next week. Later, mortals. Goodbye.